When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone is Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allomoves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hello and welcome to Fat Mascara's annual Naughty and Nice episode. I'm your host, Jessica Matlin, with my co-host. <laughs> demoted you to co-host. I, I just got demoted. It just like fell out of my mouth. I'll be just assisted tr- today by Jennifer no, Sullivan. No, I okay. I'm here with Jennifer Sullivan, and together we're presenting Naughty and Nice. Q jingly sound effects. 
I, yeah, exactly. I feel like we're doing a real housewives reunion. Jess and I got all zhuzhed up. <laughs> we're wearing our zhuzh products. We both put on a little sparkle. I keep checking for lipstick on my teeth because I don't really wear red lipstick. And I have to say, this is a full-time job. I can't, Je- I can't, can't handle this pressure. <laughs> Once a year, Jess will be wearing a dark lip. Oh, my God. Because the maintenance is too much. Oh, my God. Her. It's too much. It's too much. No, I love it, but it's like... I keep checking because, by the way, now that we're on video on Instagram, by the way, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do, at Fat Mascara and on TikTok. We're doing these videos and because, by the way, everything is visual now. I don't know. Like We started as podcast hosts and it was the best job ever because we could be in our sweats with our zit cream and our hoodies and just like go off. And now I have to like prepare an hour earlier. It do- <laughs> didn't take an hour, did it? Yes, it did, Jen. Okay. Okay. Well, it's also our special. It's our annual special, so we had to bring it, right? Oh, my God. I see my face, and it's I'm two inches away from the screen. I know that my face takes up the entire frame. Just don't at me if you're like, your lipstick's crooked. You talk about beauty. Someone the other day said you had they had, you had barely any pores. I feel like that's, that's because I have, like, cover. seven lights on me. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a village here, guys. Takes a village to make fat mascara I happen. like your dress. I hope people can see your dress in the video. Yes, I'm wearing a little uh, sheer top, or as Eric calls it, he refuses to understand with the sheer trend. I've been doing that a lot this year. He calls it shearling. And I've told him <laughs> many, many times that shearling is a wool, you know, an animal byproduct, and it's also yeah. like, it's like Uggs are shearling. But yeah. he, he thinks any mesh fabric or That's see-through really fabric sweet. is shearling. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> Hashtag men. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it's like, okay. don't you think men always think mascara is anything on your eye? This is like, we need to do a man on the street. We're going to go do a fat mascara woman on the street, and we're going to ask a bunch of people. But that's not today. Today is the annual Naughty and Nice special. I think we've been doing this six years now, Jess, right? At least. Seven? Maybe seven. And it started out sort of as like, oh, I don't know, let's try this. And then just, it became, it's one of our most popular episodes of the year. We have a blast doing it. Every time Jess and I have a meeting about it each year, we're like, do we reinvent it this year? And every time we're just like, no, <laughs> we love it. We also like forget and it's too late. That's like, well, just do not again. <laughs> but I love doing it. And basically the premise is, <laughs> we're going to go back through the year. What was happening in beauty culture? Headlines, things like that. What do we think was naughty? What do we think was nice? I'm going to tell you right now, some of mine are like, is there a neutral? Naughty, nice, and neutral? I was literally just a just about to say that I'm like, now that I've softened as the years have gone on, I'm like, I don't want to be so hardline about things. Okay, guess what, everybody? Welcome to our naughty, nice, and neutral holiday special. <laughs> Maybe it's not a bad thing, you know? We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss. <laughs> so, yeah, we will bring you all of that. That's what's going on here. And just so you know, this is our last episode of the year. On Friday, we will be off. And next week, we are actually going to be playing for you the two most popular interviews of the year. So stay tuned for those. And then on January 10th, we will be back with your regularly scheduled programming. Oh, we're not telling them who the most two popular interviews no. are. It's like a come to the feed and you'll be excited to see who it is. Very cool. You could take guesses, sure, but I like that. I don't know. I want to give a little surprise treat as the as the year winds down. Wait, by, by the way, I just have to say my apartment smells amazing right now. Jeff is burning the persons of interest incense from our bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so moody, so dramatic. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> he's so he's so dramatic. I have a new savant canicule, I think is the name. It's an odd name. But anyway, 
What does that mean? Oh, that's French. <laughs> it's the French side. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I was like, I don't know products. that one. Yeah. You have half French, half English. Let's turn it around, Jen. It's Heat Wave is the name of the oh. candle. Fresh dill, cucumber, one. summer peaches, and patchouli. That's what I'm burning. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's lovely. All right, so it smells good here in the Fat Mascara Virtual Studio. The Naughty Nice and Neutral episode. You're brought up to speed on what we're doing for the next two weeks. Should we just go and just get into it? Jen, I need to hear yours like now. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Jen has asked me to go first. I really wanted you to go first, Jen, but it's fine, fine, fine. All right, I feel like from my perspective, again, everything is so measured. I don't know why I'm being so measured, okay? Bring it. What is it? 2023 is the year that fragrance broke, okay? Oh, okay. Fragrance has always been big. Fragrance is not new. Fragrance is like, I mean, hello, Mandy Aftel. Fragrance is an ancient, sacred it's almost like prehistoric. Okay, not prehistoric, but you know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing new about fragrance. But it's always felt a little bit insular. Okay. The fragrance community has always felt, to me, a little bit insular. I love fragrance. You love fragrance. But skincare has had a huge moment. Makeup's had a huge moment. Last year, we saw the derms come out and the product, the you know, the skincare developers. But this year... Fragrance talk got huge. These are these indicators. These are like the little bellwethers that I've been seeing. Perfume talk got huge. It's tremendous on TikTok. It's one of the biggest hashtags on on TikTok. These are all anecdotal examples I'm going to be naming, but this is how I'm seeing it. When I saw my 25-year-old coworker come over to me with a small vial that she bought a sample Mm -hmm. of a very rare Italian scent that she heard about on TikTok and said, have you heard of this? And I was like, I've never heard of this brand in my life. And she's like, well, it's sold out everywhere and I can't find it. And I'm thinking, this is how I'm getting my fragrance information. When I learned about Scout Dixon, who's a big fragrance influencer through somebody who I'd never heard, you know, I I didn't get this information about fragrance from this person before. And she's fantastic. She's a musician, but she also worked as a salesperson in a fragrance shop. Mm -hmm. Fragrance information is coming from unlikely places, and it's legitimate. Is it like we're talking to Chandler Burr, who we had on one of our earliest episodes, who's an esteemed fragrance critic? No. Is it like talking to Jerome Epinette, who is like one of the world's best noses? No. I'm not putting them all on the same level. So like, don't get it twisted. If we can still say that, I don't know. That's probably going to sound funny. But they've democratized the fragrance yes. information. Yes, the world has. Yeah, and, and I, I'm not upset about that. I'm sure that some people so, might So this, think, is, this is nice. I think it's nice because it's more people experiencing something that is really pure. It's just a joy to your nose. It's a sense. It's just like enjoying food or enjoying music. I don't think these people are looking for their doctorate in fragrance. I don't think they're coming for anyone's job. I think they're trying to enjoy the one of the most pure and lovely things about the world, which is just enjoying fragrance. Absolutely. 
I'm not going to get all analytical here, Science Corner, but do you think it has something to do with the fear of losing your sense of smell from a couple years ago? I don't know. Maybe there's an undercurrent that people appreciate the sense of smell more because that's what also is happening. I think that's a really beautiful observation. I think perhaps. Yeah. Just for a little analysis to go along with your analysis. Yeah. The year fragrance, 2023. It's nice. I love it. It's human. It's, yeah, connective. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that, Jess, because I have a naughty fragrance something. A naughty fragrance. 2023, because fragrance got so big, yeah. stunt perfumes. That's what I'm calling them. Oh. oh. Stunt perfumes. What's a stunt perfume? I think this is just a little bit of like a lazy PR and marketing or just, I just feel like making waves. But there were a bunch of them this year. Let's talk about them. Elon Musk, burnt hair. What, what are you doing, Elon? I'm sorry. You're the world's punching bag right now, but <laughs> whatever. It's burnt hair perfume. Nobody is. He doesn't need more PR. No. Last winter, maybe it's still, like espresso martinis were hot, right? Kahlua and Absolute Vodka came out this year with blend number 83, the espresso martini fragrance made by Kahlua. Okay, Kahlua. Remember Eau de Yellow Pages I told you about back in like September? <laughs> yeah. The British phone book company came out with its fragrance that smelled like yeah. Yellow Pages. I actually kind of love that one. And then like in Spain this year, KFC did Eduardo. The, it, 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 what does it smell like, Jess? It smells like the 11 Spice Secret Spice Blend of KFC. <laughs> Only available in Spain, by the way, guys. It was like a limited edition thing. But the most recent that I can add to the stunt perfume oeuvre, if you will. New Balance just came out with two fragrances. Did you see these? I have not. They're limited edition in Australia. You know me. I go I go deep on my fragrance <laughs> yeah, yeah, knowledge. Yeah. But what do they smell like? They are inspired by a fresh new box of sneakers. There's two of them. There's Original, which has notes of leather, suede, rubber, cotton socks, and fresh mowed grass. Cotton so I'm getting socks. like a tennis kind of vibe from that one. You feel it? And then Court, which has like a basketball vibe. Oh my God, is it weird that I pictured a courtroom? Oh, no, but it's New Balance. Oh, 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 you're still talking about New Balance. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is the other <laughs> New Balance. Basketball rubber and hardwood floor notes from New Balance. It's New Balance Court, available limited edition in Australia. But I'm giving it a name right now, Stunt Perfumes. I love that. I, I, I called it naughty just because I felt like I had to, but like maybe I secretly like it a little. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, God, why are you going to make it, like, to do-gooder, like, earth thing? But why? I think there's a way to do it in a way that is not producing these bottles of things. Because let's be honest, no one's going to use them. They might smell and go, oh, cool. But they're going to sit there. No one's going to actually KFC spray KFC fragrance? You don't think it's going to take off, Jess? No. But if they put it, like, I don't know, in the air, if they put it in, I don't know, if they did... Five bottles or something. and A lot of them are limited edition. I think it's for that reason. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think after a while, I, I think these are going to have their, their run. It's just going to feel like a lazy joke. When, once Elon Musk got on board, it was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Fragrance had quite a naughty and nice year, but it's just huge. And I think that that's the year, 2023, the year that Fragrance became mainstream. Okay, moving on. Moving on. What do you got for me? Okay. What else do I have in my little my little Santa sack of naughty and nice? I have a complicated relationship with the term, the big trend, quiet luxury. <laughs> oh, I forgot about quiet luxury. 
That was this. It was year, so wasn't quiet, it? Jen. That's why it was so, <laughs> so quiet. Wasn't. Okay, go on, go on. Okay, so it's like I don't want to like overstate it. It's not like oh, it's so naughty. I'm so mad at it. It's like I actually really like the look. I don't think you can separate the term quiet luxury from the show Succession because that's that really kind of spawned the whole trend. I also see Gwyneth in the courtroom out in Aspen. That's my quiet luxury peak moment. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those two things definitely like, it was like in tandem, like the finale and Gwyneth's courtroom thing. But they didn't like, yeah, they didn't invent the term quiet luxury. It's just like understated kind of whisper wealth kind of thing. But what confused me was this huge embrace of quiet luxury by young people even like teenagers and like 20-somethings. I'm just going to say yeah. like under th- under 35s. And I don't understand. Like when you're young, why are you reaching so hard <laughs> to dress like a older, kind of uptight, wealthy person and like kind of suppress and suffocate your personality and like just go really beige? Yeah, quiet luxury isn't fun, is it? It's like the opposite of fun to me. It's it's like if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Like if you look, I'm wearing a beige sweater under this sparkly. Yeah, beige cashmere, gray oversized wool slacks, and and one of the not popular Hermes fragrances spritzed on. And to me, that's like there's nothing. I actually like love that. I could wear that every day. Like bring it. But when I was 21, it was like. Boom. It's a time for self-expression. Let's see the Olsons, right? Okay, they're at NYU when they're 21. Let's everybody go back about 20 years. They used to dress wackadoodle, all wild. They'd put together these crazy outfits. You'd see them out in New York City having a ciggy and a drink, having fun, little black smoky eye. Now they're wearing, they're the row. The row is like the epitome of quiet luxury, but they're like almost 40. So of course. But yeah, when you're young, I get it. I get it. I hear you. I guess, yeah, it just, it, it feels like quiet luxury feels like something you grow into. And I just found it a bit, a little worrisome how the whole world was like, let's suppress Let's turn it down. It wasn't fun. Let's kind of go to this more like elitist, uh, like, I don't want to keep going on quiet luxury. Yeah. But very quickly, I kept seeing like dupe videos of how to do quiet luxury on the cheap. Now it's just like not even, doesn't even make sense anymore. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it felt like a little bit unfun. And I just feel like I don't want to spend one second when I'm that young being unfun. So listen, you do you. I did a lot of things when I was young that... I question now. So anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, I wore like really ridiculous trying to be grown up things that like yeah. I look back and I just cringe. So also as a beauty podcast, I have to say when you're doing quiet luxury, the beauty is just like all about your Augustine Spotter skincare and your fancy comb. Like there's no fun makeup, you know, it's very quiet. I, quite, to me, quiet luxury beauty is just like Marvis toothpaste. <laughs> Listen, I love a Marvis toothpaste. Maybe we shouldn't get too deep into this because we're going to, re- it's going to get nice real quick because we're going to find all the quiet luxury beauty products. I'm like, wait we- a second. I'm like, I love quiet luxury beauty. Quiet luxury now beauty is just like that. classic. Oh, little Chanel hand cream. Okay. Okay. We're done. But on that note, let's keep it moneyed. Let's talk money. I'm stealing Jess's business desk for a second. Okay. For yeah. For yeah, number over. three in our top 10 naughty and nice of the year. Number three, I'm going to call this nice. Mergers and acquisitions are slowing in the beauty industry. 
Some would think that that might not be a great thing, but here's why I think it's a good thing. Something Leah Yu said stuck with me this year. I've also looked back through all of our episodes to feel like what stood out to me. And she was talking a lot about how if you have investors in a beauty company, you're often beholden to them. You have to make business decisions based on what the investors want. And for years leading up to the pandemic, but in the pandemic, there were all these beauty companies that Jess and I saw launching that we just knew the person behind them didn't love beauty the way that we did. They were coming in. I'm not going to say it was a cash grab, but they were treating beauty like a consumer goods, like you could plug and play. You don't really have to have it like a philosophy or like a niche or something. You just like straight to consumer. If you do XYZ, you do enough TikTok videos and you did big integrated marketing push, you sell your products. And it worked for a while, but then there was just this flood of brands that we didn't need that's when all the celebrities were coming in. This was like two to three years ago, maybe, Mm. because that seemed like an easy play. And I could just, I had meetings with them. They were like, here's our beauty. I could just sit down with these people. And I knew they weren't obsessives like our Fat Mascara fam is, like we are. They understood it in like, uh, what is it called? The balance sheet. They looked at it like a balance sheet, not like a culture and like this thing that we love that we're fans of. Yeah, they didn't have that right. Like there wasn't. They, they didn't have a heart in it. They looked at it as like this is doing well, and here's a, like a marketing deck. Like this, there's a white yeah. space. Yeah, and of so thing. I think when Jess and I were maybe a little bit like we were down on some of the like so many new brands, this influx, which I feel slowing down, and I do like. That's why I'm calling this a nice thing. It was because we saw through it, and it was like I'm going to tell you right now. I can tell you like that brand's not going to survive because you don't seem as into it as other founders that really really care. So. I know there's a downside to this because actually as of July of this year, venture VC funding for beauty was down more than 50% from the previous year, so from 2022. So that's not great for these indie beauty founders that need that little influx of cash to sort of grow a bit to make it a feasible business. But I think we're going to find a place where it settles out, where they're going to get the VC funding to get to a good place, but not so much that now they're beholden to their investors. All they want to do is sell to Puge. I just said Puge. Where did that come from? (laughs) Look what happens when I get fired up. (laughs) So I think we're, we're coming to a nice little middle ground here where we're going to see more valuable beauty brands being the successful ones, like value in that, like value to me and you, the consumer and the beauty lover, not just throwing stuff at our face. What do you think? I agree with you. I think that the market has been completely oversaturated. There's so many brands right now, and I don't think that there's a shortage of passionate people who want to start brands, but I think that there were a lot of people from my perspective who were willing to invest in brands but not willing to really see them through. And while I'm not a founder, I've heard from other founders that But I guess this is pretty customary, and I'd love to hear from our listeners who are brand founders or more deeply entrenched than I am. They want to see a return in an unreasonable amount of time. Mm -hmm. And Jen and I have talked about this recently. Like, some of you have popped into the podcast. Something popped in. Have listened. That sounds so so flippant. You've popped in, but you've been listening to the podcast, but you might not know Jen and my backgrounds as intimately as, like, long-term listeners. Jen's a journalist. I'm a journalist. I also am the the director of beauty at Mode Operandi, which is a retailer, retail is shrinking in beauty. A lot of retailers have collapsed recently. A lot of retailers are going through a lot of hard times. You've seen what's going on with Saks. Shen Beauty closed this year. A couple of years ago, Folane, Neiman's has closed doors. Like there's a, just everything is shrinking. So with so many, with fewer opportunities to show your product, it's just more and more competitive. So yeah, 
it's a tougher space. It doesn't surprise me. But I think that because of that, we're going to see some things we like in the year to come. Like I, I'm seeing it as a positive. Like we've, what is it? The wheat and the chaff? I never get, I yeah, can never do an idiom. Every time I try, I'm separate, out. It's like separate the wheat from the chaff. Oh God, you know, I just throw out a couple words yeah. and Jess fills in the idiom for me. That's the one. That's <laughs> Cream the one. rises I, to the top. Cream. We're going to get cream in 2024. Cream rises to the top. We're going to get the wheat, not the chaff. We're going to get, keep going here. What else you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one is uh, all, this is a uh, separate r- r- related, but uh, it's like all tides. Tides. I knew there was a water one. Oh, yeah, that was rising that like tides. Not, all ships. That's not quite the same thing. It's not the same, but um, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that one doesn't really work with this one. Point being, I think that we've settled into a better place moving forward into 2024, where we're going to see some brands that we really like and talk about things with founders that care, and it's not just the speed of growth that it has been for the last couple of years. Yeah, it, they yeah. can't keep up. Jen, that is the perfect segue. One of my nices is very much related. I feel like I see so many brands and they're they're kind of petering out that have looked very same in the past couple of years and I know I know t- tell me if you've seen this brand and I, I feel like I I sound like very negative. It just it happens. Can you paint a picture for me of the bottle? Like, okay. Just give me an idea. What does this brand look like? X brand. This is a neutral brand, but like you guys know what we're talking about. But I have to preface it because okay. I feel like I'm making fun of a cliche, but I have become a cliche. Okay. A couple of years ago, I would have said like, oh, you know, like those moms and they they have their little crossbody bag and they wear their little leggings and the, the chunky sneakers and the grocery bag. Guess who wears a grocery? This, that, that's my outfit like five <laughs> days a week. Okay. So it's like- I just want to say cliches happen, and I have become a cliche. Okay. And with that? With that, I just want to, because I need you to know I'm not being nasty. Okay? No. Trends happen. Trend cycles happen. No, your job is to analyze the trends. Bring it on. Paint this picture We're in a period where (laughs) it's a brand that has five SKUs, and it has like a satiny finish, Mm -hmm. and maybe it has like one word is the name. Could it be a monochromatic color? Each it's of very models? monochromatic. Yep. It's very soothing. Mm-hmm. And the color is never bold. It's probably just like a muted, it's not yes. millennial pink because we're not doing that anymore. But instead no. now, no, we are allergic. We're lavender, we're pale yellow, <laughs> yeah. we're a terracotta, a forest green. Is there a ferment, Jess? Is there, do, do we throw in a ferment? Because that's what makes <laughs> there it might special. Be a ferment. <laughs> yeah. There might be a ferment. But I feel like we're seeing a lot of those kind of brands. And there's a place for those brands. Those brands sell. Those brands are successful for a reason. There's a big market for those brands. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a point where we're at saturation point for these niche skincare like five SKUs and built the marketing story is built around one proprietary complex that goes in all five. There you go. Yeah. And by the way, if anyone is listening and this shit, they think she's talking about brand. I have literally no brand in my mind. I have I'm a couple in my about. head that I'm picturing as we describe, but yeah, there's not one. Yeah. I, I'm glad you do because I don't. It, for me, it's like it's just seeing a bunch of different brands. Middling. Well, middling sounds pejorative. No, it's like, okay. no, I'm just, it's just like, it's a trend. It's a moment. It's like saying right now everyone's wearing wide leg jeans. It's like at some point, wide leg jeans are going okay. to okay, yeah. reach a point. I should have used a wide leg jean example, not like, me as a person. So <laughs> I'm just saying like it's a trend cycle. Yes. So 
I feel excited about some things that I'm seeing, and I'm going to name a couple of brands. One brand is not new, but I've mentioned on the podcast before, and people are going to laugh because they're like, oh my God, stop mentioning this brand. But like Mooncat is a brand that strikes me as like, this brand is different. It's super weird. It literally says, when you open the box, it says like, welcome home weirdos. It's super strange. Read Emily Sundberg's newsletter the other day. Love her business newsletter. If you're interested in business, it covers like fashion, beauty, culture, everything, food. It's a great newsletter. She hit upon something that I'm definitely noticing that's happening. Brands are marketing with the word weird. There's a brand called Please See Weird Barbie, Peak of the Summer. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There's, there's a brand called Skincare for Weirdos. There's also a brand called Good Weird. And then I'm actually working with a brand called Baud, B-A-U-D-E. Okay. And they're launching in January. And their whole thing, it's called Disobedient Body Care. And it's all about gender-neutral body care. It's awesome. Really avant-garde fragrances and it's very edgy, very cool, and very sexy, strange. These aren't just the five cliche thing we've been seeing for a while. People are pushing the envelope a little. People, brands are pushing the envelope. They're getting a little weirder. They're bringing us something different, something fun. Things are looking up. Yeah, they, everyone wants to be like, they want to be surprised. They want edge. They don't necessarily, not everyone. A lot of people want soft, they want, there's an audience for everything, okay? Not right. everyone wants weird and not everybody wants yoga studio. But but there's a more of these brands that aren't trying to be everything to everyone and get a merger and acquisition like we just talked about and are willing to take some chances. And I just got that fragrance brand, Andrea Mack. I know you're going to love it. I have a sample for you. Oh, yeah. I saw it on our Instagram. And I'm wearing the fragrance Coven. Hello. Oh, yeah. You and Emma were talking about that. Emma yes, Ronan, so right? Right. Emma from Perfume Room. Yes. But- That kind of brand that like, yeah, let's just take it there. Let's just go a little and see if people go with us. I'm excited about Baud. I'm excited about the skincare for weirdos. Let's get weird in 2024, shall we? Yeah, I think people are ready for it. So I'm psyched. Okay, to round out here, we're on number five, by the way, before we take a little ad break. I think I'm going to pull out the neutral card on this one, if I may. (laughs) Okay. High profile women opting out of wearing makeup. How could we not talk about this in the year of 2023. This was one okay. of the biggest beauty stories, right? <laughs> Jess yeah. is excited because she wants to know why I'm neutral now. Because I didn't start out neutral, did I? No, I, I actually wasn't sure if we were going to touch this one. It has been weighing on me since I first spoke about it. I was like, Jen, what is your tension with the attention <laughs> that Pamela Anderson got for going out and not wearing makeup? Which should be something to be applauded, right? Which this is a nice. Yeah. And then I got all naughty on it, and I'm like, it felt stunty, and it felt privileged to be able to say that when there's plenty <sighs> of women. You know, I don't know. I got all cerebral in my head about it. And what helped me come to terms with it was another high-profile woman we had on the podcast this year, Alicia Keys. Of course I had oh. to ask Alicia Keys about what she thought about Pamela Anderson. Because I was like, let me go right to the source. Alicia Keys is somebody who did this seven years ago. Back in 2016, made a very public statement about, I'm not wearing makeup anymore. And has since grown up and come down from that, as she explained. She's like, you know, when you're younger and you're in a weird place in your head, you just like put out a huge statement and then you feel like you have to stand by it kind of vibe. I'm paraphrasing here. But I won't paraphrase on, I actually asked her about Pamela Anderson and what was going on there. And this is what she said, quote, this is from our own podcast. 
I think we're all looking for permission to just be ourselves, but rarely do we feel that we are or we can be. And so I think when someone does that very bold thing where they can actually say, okay, here's me, take me or leave me, whatever, it reminds us that's how we actually feel. And so we find it to be quite fascinating because I think a lot of times we just don't feel brave enough to do that, end quote. That was Alicia Keys on Fat Mascara Podcast. But the word fascinating is what stuck with me, and that's, I think, ultimately what it was. I was fascinated by this, the, the, the tension among women about it, people calling it brave, which is like, come on, what, what did Mia Friedman say? You know, doctors without borders. That's brave. <laughs> where no, not wearing makeup is not brave. But I ultimately came to a place where I needed to be less cynical and take off Jen's cynical hat, Jen's science corner hat. Jen's like wanting to make a graduate level thesis about the whole thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I'm fascinated. Good for them. We all just want to be seen and do what we want to do and not be judged for it. And if more people wearing less makeup lets us all do that, I'm all for it. Nice. The people that... They were happy that she was just accepted the way she was. Yeah, nice. Or neutral. Ah, okay, I'm going with nice on the end of that. I think it was nice. I think I said this on the show, like, sometimes people, they need to see somebody do something first to give them permission, whether it's to wear something, or they need to see some example that's so extreme for them to... When we were talking about red lipstick, like Jenna Lyons wearing the red lip everywhere, and then it's like, maybe I can do a little red gloss. Some, some listeners were asking us how to baby step into the red world. Yeah. Yeah. They need to see some kind of safe action and then they have the courage. Courage. Yeah. Oh, the courage. But it's like. <laughs> so brave. And yeah, she is beautiful. So it's easier for her. But I do think that it was a good thing. And even like. Mia Friedman on her podcast, which, by the way, is just, like, so fantastic. If you don't listen to Mama Mia, Mama Mia Out Loud, please do. because That's like, our, like, main podcast yeah, of a bunch. It is yeah. so freaking good. Yeah, Mama Mia Out Loud is so freaking good. They were talking about this the other day, and, like, they, do, they talk about a number of topics in each episode. Like, how they do this every day is phenomenal. But they were talking about how much time women spend getting ready every day and the cost of that and how a lot of that is unpaid. And there's three women talking, so they all have different perspectives. But like one of the things that was brought up was like unpaid labor. So, you know, if you go to work every day, if you're like on a morning show, women have to get there like 90 minutes early. The men show up like 10 minutes early. It's like they get some powder or brush their hair, they get on. But it's like after a while, it's like enough. I don't know what you guys do for a living, but it's like Maybe some of you also have to spend time blowing out your hair, putting on makeup. Jen, I don't know about you, but I still spend like quite a bit of time getting my hair colored. I get my brows done. I was so furious the other day. Jen, I was furious. So I'll make a long story short. I get my brows done. I get them done in the city. It took me a round trip because of some like transportation issues, but like nothing too out of the ordinary. It was four hours round trip on a Saturday, and that was time that Jeff had to spend watching Lake. I mean, he's her dad, so it's not like he was babysitting, but away from my family. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. This is crazy that this is how I spend my off time that I also should be with my family. And I'm like, yeah. this is nuts. Some women get their hair done, so you want to get braids? Like, that's going to take eight hours of your day. There goes your Saturday. The beauty choices we make and the work that goes into them. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm happy anytime someone's sort of flipping off the standard because, like, honestly, yeah, sorry. I'm like, 
like I'm getting, yeah, like, nice. I'm getting a little nice, right but your now. example comes to yeah. Anytime we can all give each other permission that it's okay to opt out when you want to opt out, and hey, when you want to opt back in, go for that too. We're not going to judge yeah. you either. But it's a lot of work, and it's okay to opt out when you don't want to deal with it. You know, she's got to get crap by like some idiot commenter whenever she like shows up to her makeup. Like, oh, get that lasted long, you know? <laughs> oh, next time Pamela Anderson wears makeup. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We're not going to judge her then either. Like, you know what? We change, we evolve. Let the woman do what she wants. I'm going to give more grace to that whole thing. And I think it's time to take an advertising break. Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. 
Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Okay, we are back. Jess and I realized we don't know how many we've been through so far. Usually this is like a top 10. We think we did six. We might've done five, whatever it is. We've got a couple more for you. I'm going to kick it off if that's okay with you, Jess. It's totally fine. (laughs) We're just losing our minds over here. Okay, this one's naughty. It's naughty. I'm sorry. I'm not neutral on this. Review trolls. You know who you are. I'm going to get a little petty here, and I'm sorry I have to. In a larger beauty industry trend, review trolls are the people that get in there on the Sephora product review and aren't adding to the criticism or the critique of it all. They're just like hating on the brand of the product, or even worse for me, they're hating on it without having tried it. Who are these people? How many times have I seen people drop into the comments on a beauty brand founder's video and or a product review, and they're like, well, I haven't tried it, but I think it looks chalky or whatever. Nobody cares what you think in a review if you haven't used the product. I'm sorry. You don't get to weigh in, right? I mean, what's the incentive for this person? Joining the conversation, perhaps. I want that kind of time. Yes. So review trolls bother me in general. And this is where it's going to get a little petty because it's going to be a little bit specific. I love getting reviews on our podcast because Jess and I read them all and use them to make the podcast better. If people are like, oh, too many skincare founder interviews in a row, four stars, I'm like, you know what? Let me look back. They're right. We got to throw with some other people in the mix. If they're like, XYZ is happening with Jen and Jess, and I've noticed, we adjust. If it's getting stale, we come up with Science Corner or 2024, we're doing it. Unhinged fragrance review of the week. Like, uh, we're going to bring more of that. (laughs) So we are constantly adjusting. But I have to address, I'm sorry, I'm getting petty. I have to address three quick reviews that are of our podcast. One was entitled Trash. I'm not going to say anybody's name. The quote, it's a trash show. These hosts know nothing. Definitely should be canceled at this point. Thank you. That's our show? Yep, that's on our show. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
I understand not everybody's going to like us. Not everybody cares about our viewpoint or our analysis of the beauty industry or beauty culture. I get that. But between us, we have 45 <laughs> years of experience in retail, both of us, on the brand side. Who are you calling 45? No, but t- <laughs> I've worked in this industry 20-something years. You've worked 20-something years. You can say you don't like us. That's totally fine. If you're If our personalities are rubbing you the wrong way, You can't say we don't know anything. You just can't. I'm sorry. And also, nobody can cancel us. (laughs) We make this show ourselves. We're not part of a network. This isn't like NBC and the ratings are low. Jess and I work so hard. We're independently owned. If anybody's going to cancel us, it's us. Okay. This one is from the end of last year. And Jess, just stay with me here. Every time I look, it bothers me and I need to address it. If only for my... (laughs) sanity of my family and everything. Okay. The title of the review was hypocrites get educated, please. So this person was listening to our episode where we talked about the word oriental and how fragrances should not be oriental. I guess they liked that part of it. And they said, oh, but they pronounced Iran, which is traditionally a part of the Orient as Iran. Um, that's not how it's pronounced. If you're going to defend the Orient and call for people not to use the word oriental when speaking about fragrance, try to respect the countries you're going to defend. I know I'm getting pity here, but listen, my ethnicity should not play into this, obviously, but I am Iranian by birth, and I would never call somebody out for mispronouncing a country when they, like, know exactly the country they're talking about and are educated about what goes on there and everything. And I probably shouldn't have addressed this right now, but, like, I just keep thinking about, like, my birth family and not and their honor, and I'm like, I just need to say, did I call it, did I call it Iran? I probably called it Iran. I think we were both talking fast. And it like somebody, when they said, I think it was you said like Iran by accident. Like, you know, you know, it's Iran. You know, I'm Iranian. But you know what's so funny? My ex-boyfriend, his uncle, I think, because he used to travel there and I would say Iran and, and he would go, Iran, Iran. Yeah. Remember when Bush said Iraq, when it was the Iraqi war in 1990s yeah. and like everybody learned then it's Iraq and Iran. But he would always just like he would always like he would just correct me like right yeah. immediately after, yeah. and then okay, I that, and then I would yeah. and then I would and then I would correct myself right after. Right. But it was always like immediately after I said it. Yeah. And then I and then I would correct myself. So I I've like I've had it like very clearly in my mind that it's an E, not an yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. So I am aware, and thank yes. you for thank you commenter for correcting me, and I always want to be informed and, and I would never mean to offend. So I, I'm sorry. I know. No, I know you know. But also I just- And I think Jen, I would never, yeah, I would want you to correct me if I was offending you in the uh, moment. That's the other thing though. I don't always feel the need to correct people when they mispronounce things. We all like, let's have some grace with each other, right? Especially- well, Jen, I definitely have corrected you when you've- oh, You're my best friend and and I'm an editor. I should know I'm how sorry. to pronounce celebratory. <laughs> celebratory. <laughs> I think I took that out because I realized I sounded like a jerk when yeah. I corrected anyway, you. Anyway, yeah. as someone who has Iranian ethnicity, we do know how to pronounce it. Okay, last one. This one I love. The title of the review was, Hit or Miss, Do More Interviews. <laughs> I, listen, I agree with you. This show can be hit or miss. Yes, you're in it. You're in it for the ride, but this, you're going to love this one. This is, this is the quote. Interviews from makeup stylists, business owners, and other professionals are the best content. Try that and just that. The damn good product segment and others by the hosts are just not interesting. Well, is that listener, a different show? 
Exactly. So here's my thing about like, we work so hard on this. We fact check. We research everything in here. You can't say we don't know anything. Also, thank you, review trolls. When you're leaving a review, please make sure you leave it on the right page or the, on the right product <laughs> because this is you're not talking about our show. And it's another show. And we do a lot of interviews. But I just thought that one was really funny because it was like, we work so hard to be factually correct. And sometimes on the interwebs, it's just the wild west out there. And I like that reviews democratize and they add communication and they let like, it's like a two-way street. It's not just people just like putting stuff out and the masses absorbing it. I love that we go back and forth. I just wish people, if they're going to give a critique, make it a, like a helpful critique. Don't, don't be a review troll, everybody. I would love to start reading some more of these reviews on the show. So if you would like to leave a review that is constructive. That's the word. Yes, constructive. If you would like to read a constructive review, maybe something that, an interview that you enjoyed or a factoid. Or someone you'd like to see or a thing that we sh- you think we could work on. I'm okay. I will take your constructive criticism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. And just like the beauty founders, because I see this all the time, you know, like an applicator is wrong and everybody gets in the comments and there's the negative people, but the people that are helpful and like, maybe it would be better with a doe foot rather than a beaver tail. Founders will address that and adjust their product. These founders right here, Jess and Jen, will address and we will adjust. Yeah, please know that Jen and I do work very hard on this show and that these are not our only things that we're doing. We also have other jobs and families. (laughs) Jess is a Middle East scholar. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely oh. um, will never mispronounce. I'm just gonna Iran call you. Again. I'm just gonna call you tr- <laughs> trash show. It's just the tra- trash. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> still- I actually didn't know you were talking about our podcast when you said that. Well, because I started out talking about review trolls in the beauty comments, but I thought it all works together in that, like, if you're gonna be <laughs> uh, trash show, makes me laugh so. <laughs> Because it's also like you can't say we don't know anything. Like, all right, moving on. What do you got? For I, me? I I have a lot to learn. I by no by no Absolutely, means do I claim do to be a little something. Yeah. Okay. Are you looking at me now to tell you something? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll give you. I'll tell you a little a little something. Here's what's on my naughty list. But naughty with a question mark. Naughty. Neutral. <laughs> Neutral to naughty. Ozempic. I feel like this was the year where. Everyone's talking about Ozempic, and whether you are in the kind of community where Ozempic is something that people are actually using as themselves or speculating celebrities are using Ozempic. Ozempic has become a word that people now know about. I think that for some, Ozempic is a wonder drug. We've talked about this the other week. Being heavy, being overweight is a cross to bear for so many people. And I think that this can alleviate so many you know, mental issues, not to mention physical issues, or you want to flip that around, whatever you want to say. But I wonder if it's going to become like, in my mind, how Botox and other drugs are kind of viewed, where it's like, well, this is an option if you have the means. So for people who are heavy... I'm just using the word heavy, okay? Like, uh, you don't have to like it. I'm just going to say heavy, okay? If you're heavy, is it going to be like, well, why don't you go on Ozempic? And I don't know. Maybe that's, if you're a doctor, maybe it's like, oh, well, you know, it won't be like that this because X, Y, and Z. This is what Angelo was saying about acne. 
well, why aren't you on Accutane? Like, it's your fault. Right. If you're, I, I don't know in five years, is it going to be like, if you're you're lazy or do you just not have the means? I don't know, like, does most insurance cover this drug? I have no idea. And then what about kids? Yeah. They just started doing trials with uh, teens and I just have a big question mark. I've grown up with will a lot of kids. cover it for, which cases will it cover it for? Which will it not? Please see breast reduction surgery, for example. Mm-hmm. Things, it becomes classist in a way sometimes. That, that's what I'm worried about because you can see even just the way people are aging now, you can tell class divide with how people are aging yeah. in a way that you couldn't 15 years ago, 10, even, even 10 years ago. People who have refused Botox. Same thing happened with teeth. It was like the rich kids got braces and the poor kids didn't. And you can tell someone's family by what their teeth look like. And it mm-hmm. really divides society. Yeah. And I'm worried about that with weight now. The drug itself is not naughty. It's a medical drug that yeah. will help a lot of people, especially those with like type 1 diabetes and diseases. Mm-hmm. But if we're not careful, it's going to start to tear at the way we think about each other. Mm-hmm. Speculative, but I don't think I'm unreasonable. You're not. Okay. We started out the second half of the show a little, we got, we got the vitriol out. I am going to, I'm just going to get nice with a question mark. You get are nice. Not, get nice. N- nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Eh. Food inspired everything. It was the year of the foodie. It was strawberry girl summer. It was milk tea nails. It was, well, glazed donut skin was kind of last year, but it was tomato girl makeup. It was cinnamon hair. Why can't your hair be strawberry blonde? It's not. It's cinnamon hair. I think everyone's hungry because nobody's eating. (laughs) From (laughs) Girl, I literally had my Word doc open and spent a good 45 minutes trying to write out my thoughts on the food-inspired year, and I kept trying to analyze the trend. I'm like, where did it come from? Where did it come from? I can't, I have this whole freaking treatise written. Everyone's obsessed with food. Ah, you nailed it. I'm still going to, like, give you a little bit of some things I heard over the year, the cultural Oh, my God, Jen, there's so much. I don't think we can use any of my video. Okay, sorry. We had to pause there. We just realized. This is why we don't do a full-length video podcast. We just realized Jess has red lipstick all over her teeth. I had red lipstick all over my entire teeth the entire time. Hopefully it wasn't the entire time, but we'll see what happens. No, I think it was the entire time. Wow. Okay. So back into food-inspired makeup, I kind of still want to share some of the thoughts that people are giving on it, but I think you nailed it, Jess. Like, of course, at the moment that a drug becomes more widely known and available that helps you lose weight, that's the year that everybody wants to look like food, right? I spent so much time trying to think about the analysis of this. I was like looking for quotes about why this might be. I have like, truly, I'm not kidding you, a full page of notes that references second wave feminism, consumerism, dehumanization. Oh my God. I went down such a rabbit hole of trying to figure out why this trend was so big in 2023. And you've nailed it. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's on us. Everything, everyone just loves food. Like that's it. I know. And, the, and, and this isn't, and this is the thing. Here's what was different about this year. In the past, the beauty industry for the last hundred years has used food to sell the products themselves. There have been fruit flavored lipsticks since way back to the 1930s. Oh, I looked into this when I was double checking this trend. Oh my God. And, seeing, and then I was thinking about like all through the eighties, there was scented body lotions. One of the tan favorite tanning products, I think vacation is trying to like bring it back mm-hmm. was the orange jelly 
Yep. Body oil. Jessica Simpson's desserts. Remember desserts, the lickable? Of course, you could eat it. So the products were the food. And the spin happened maybe last year, but I think more this year. We became the food. I was about to say, now, what if you could be the food? You are the food. Maybe Nam started it a little bit with dewy dumpling skin, but he became more and more. We just want to be delectable and edible. And yeah, maybe that's because no one's eating because they're all taking Ozempic. I get it. Well, apparently you don't. You're not hungry if you're on Ozempic. Like, you just don't want to eat. So, But food is just love and is fabulous and delicious and squishy and yummy. And, like, so you still need it somewhere. So you might as well make it your your nails. Exactly. The appetite has transferred to the makeup. To the face. To the whole look. Yeah, the whole look. Yes. I'll I'll spare you my treatise and and let's go move on. What do you got? I think that's a summary. That's the summary. We got the the Cliff's Notes, the Spark Notes, whatever your, your, whatever your pleasure. The chat GPT notes. <laughs> That's what you do now. You say, can you summarize X for me? That's what the kids Oh, God. Do. Okay. Okay. Now, my last one is like a twofer, okay? So this one's for the kids out there. So I know that we had Emma come on to talk about the whole, are the kids really buying luxury skincare? Like we say they are. We being like the media. Yeah. I appreciate Emma's research. I thought she did an amazing job. I did spend a lot of time on TikTok looking up some of those brands. I'm still a little concerned with what I saw. And I feel like as somebody who started my beauty journey, hashtag my beauty journey, my skincare journey, very young. I mean, I was, again, I still feel like a lot of our listeners I don't know when they join, so I don't know, like, how well they know me. Yeah. But, like, I was in alone in my room with my mom's Charles of the Ritz samples. Charles of the Ritz, like, does not exist anymore. I feel like this is your X-Men origin story. Keep going. Yeah, this is my – I never saw X-Men, but I kind of get the idea. Any comic book. You're, this is the superhero origin story. Yeah, this is – yeah, exactly. So, like, okay, like, early 80s. Picture it. Little nightgown. Jesse. Yes. Suburban Jersey. She's got a shoebox of mommy samples. And by the way, I'm still checking my lips because like my, we record on video and the whole time I was recording, my teeth were full of lipstick and we cannot use anything from the first like hour of the show. That's fine. Okay, I'm all clear. So (laughs) Charles of the Ritz samples, it was like hot red, hot pink, hot orange. Yes, hot orange blush. And then Estee Lauder. Tropical. Estee Lauder samples. It's big in the 80s. It's all so, so hot. It you so want it to look like a parrot shot all over yeah. your face. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Blessed be. Okay. <laughs> so this was heaven. And I was not double digits yet. Okay. So you would say, like, well, you don't have a leg to stand on. Like, this was what you were doing. But there was nothing corrective about what I was doing. And I never thought I would never dare ask my mother to buy any of these things for me. I figured I would buy these things when I was a woman with a briefcase and a perm. Like, that's when I thought I would acquire these things. Mm -hmm. I never thought that I was entitled to these things. As a nine-year-old with a Christmas lift that included a $39 X beauty product. Yeah. Yeah, like I figured that I would, these were things that I got when I was a woman. I knew that these were women's things and there was nothing ever corrective. It was like, I want to aspire. And I also thought they were very creative and fantastical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I cannot put myself in the position of anyone who's buying these, anyone who's any of the children, teens or tweens who's using them. I would never attempt to say they want to feel X or Y. I don't know how they feel. I don't know if they're using them to correct or aspire or create. Or the aesthetic vibe of just like, you know, it's cool yeah, to I'm, use it. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe they're, they just love the packaging and they like the way they look in their room. Like Emma was saying, like, yeah. yeah. The collectability of it, yeah. I have no idea. But like, there's a little kind of like worry in my body that's like, is it a corrective thing? When I was watching those videos, is it because they want to look better because they think they want to, there's something wrong with them? I don't know. So that is my naughty question mark and my worry because the culture has become so much more punishing than it was when Jen, you and I were growing up. And as beauty has creeped younger and younger and the things we do, the beauty work, as we've called it this year, that you put in, the time you put in for your brows and whatever. It's like, if you're young, is it the time to start doing that? Are we as a society telling young people to start fixing themselves sooner and sooner because this is what's popular? Exactly. I don't think I'm crazy for thinking that these kids might think that this is something that they, yeah, that they have to do, that this is part of their routine. My mom yeah. thought it was like, she got such a kick that I thought this was funny. Yeah. That this, I thought this was fun. It was like, okay, sure, knock yourself out. It wasn't like, and this is what you do. And what's interesting is, to bring it back to another big society trend of the year, the year of girlhood. How many think pieces have I seen on girlhood to womanhood and Taylor Swift and the eras and what it means to grow up to, from a girl to a woman and bows on everything and reclaiming girlhood. And mm-hmm. all of this plays very much into what you're saying, which is girlhood might be something to be treasured and lengthened. And the earlier you begin to opt into beauty work, quote unquote, the worse it might be. Because if you're thinking of it as a corrective and not an enhancement and not a fun thing, that's not great. I feel deeply passionately about that. And we actually have a guest planned, I know. And I I think we should talk to them about this, about like, how do you, it's almost like when you, this is a really crazy thought, but like when you start drinking and your parents have a talk with you about like how to respectfully use alcohol and that kind of thing, or having sex for the first time or whatever it is, as you opt into these adult things, I feel like some of these beauty products should come with that chat with your mom or your dad or your parents about, you don't have to do any of this. Make sure you know that it's fun. Exactly, because I feel, the the tone I feel about the videos I watched, and again, it's nothing that, it's not about Emma's segment, the the videos that I watched with my own two eyes, and the impression that I'm getting is like, this is the next step, almost like going to X grade or going to, it feels like this is a step in your life versus when I was playing, it never felt like this was a step. It almost feel like, look what I found. This yeah, is it was crazy. still fun, and now it just beca- feels like work, and they feel like they have to opt in, and if they don't, they're left behind. And I, it should come with a warning, in a way. Yeah. I, I don't feel it's something that the brands have imposed, so this isn't no. me wagging a finger at any of the brands. It just feels like it's a, it's a, it's almost like an undertow that is yeah. happening on in beauty, and it frightens me. So that's my feeling. That's my naughty question mark. And question mark? It also feels a little bit at odds with something that's wonderful that's happening and that's a nice with a brand like Starface has done, Mm. which is celebrated something like acne, you know, and it's like, eh, put a sticker on it. Off you go. So, and then my nice is, you mentioned, you touched on it with like all the girlhood stuff. I do think the Barbie movie (laughs) has been fun. We got to end on that. That was a huge story this year. Yeah. 
it's kind of extended, like, there's not too much monoculture moments happening where everyone's looking at something. Yeah. It was nice to be part of a thing. Yeah. It was just, like, playful. I don't know if everyone's into Barbie, but it was just kind of a fun, maybe you could say it was consumerist, but I thought it was a fun, silly, it was not silly, it's a, it's a deeply, like, thoughtful movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a political movie, but... It was still fun. It was a fun thing that I felt like everyone could kind of latch on to and kind of take something that you liked or needed from it. Yeah. And beauty is certainly a big part of that. Yeah. That whole Barbie world, as we know. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope you're not listening because you're getting a Barbie head because you told one of our Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she already got it at this point because it's almost 30 years. But on that note, wow, naughty, nice, neutral. I should just call this neutral special this year because I feel like we were, we had both sides of a lot of the trends we saw in 2023. Yeah. I am putting us, like 2024, I'm excited. I'm so excited to see where the culture heads and to analyze it with you and to keep doing the podcast, this trash show that we're doing because we know nothing. (laughs) Can't wait to do more of that. (laughs) For me to mispronounce things, for you to mispronounce things. Oh my god! If I had some champagne, but we're recording in the morning, I would be cheersing you to 2024. So happy new year, Jess. Happy new year. Happy new year to you, Jen. And I want to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us, all of our new listeners. And yeah, you guys are amazing. And I'm just, I'm so happy you guys are here with us, everybody. Get your beauty sleep and we'll see you in 2024. Let's do it. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. 
Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.